All right, so welcome to the Coffee and Combos podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I'm so excited because I'm here with Crystal Sanchez. She is an amazing, amazing human being. Like, she's just radiating so much great energy right now. Um, she is the founder of Relevance, which is an event company that houses one of her really great signature events called Yoga After Dark, and she's also the founder of Micro Meetups. Thanks so much for being here, Crystal. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Love the intro. Thank I'm you. Feeling all sorts of glowingness <laughs> from over here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I don't really know where to start, but maybe you can, and just start by telling us your story. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> the story starts from when I was born. No. Yes. Um, but uh, I guess I can start from like the most relevant part, which would be San Diego. San Diego is kind of like my. Um, my home and, and my, my finding place when it comes to everything creative. So mm-hmm. I moved to San Diego when, I don't know, like three years ago. Oh, and wow. um, originally from Florida, moved to New York, like bought a one-way ticket, hated Florida, <laughs> and then moved to San Diego. Wow. Um, I had never been to San Diego, but... Really? <laughs> and you just moved here? Yeah, it... it Sort of. Um, <laughs> kind of goes back to an ex, but we don't have to uh, go there right now. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> don't need that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, why did I say that? <laughs> um, you can cut things too, right? Yeah, yeah, Okay, good. So then everything up until this point is going to be cut out. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I moved to San Diego and kind of found this amazing community of women mm-hmm. and men but but you know this creative community that was just huge here and thriving and I kind of really tapped into that um, I started my first business here it was an aromatherapy business and I just remember being at my nine-to-five it's like you know the, the typical story of like the nine-to-five yeah. and you know couldn't take it anymore and so I quit. Uh, I did not cushion myself, though, for that blow. I just was like, I got fed up and was like, I'm done. And they were like, okay, today's your last day. I was like, great. Thank you. <laughs> so um, that kind of really pushed me to start the first business. And so I started an aromatherapy business. I had the, the, my first idea for that and started pursuing that. And um, from there, just kind of started looking for places to really call home and like to network myself and put my brand and business out there and um, started finding all these networking groups and I was not finding what I was looking for essentially like I was walking into these events and finding that I almost had to kind of prove myself before I had even like got gotten there like I felt for an extrovert like it was just really difficult for me um, even and I I just couldn't find my, my footing. And um, I was really wanting it to not be so cocktail-focused as well. Mm-hmm. I felt like a lot of the networking groups were situated in these bars or uh, restaurants. And I was like, there has to be a better place. There has to be a better way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And so kept looking, wasn't really finding what I was looking for, and just kind of came up with the concept of, okay, well, what do I want to see in an, in, in an event? <laughs> And um, kind of combined all the three things. So, you know, interactive networking and, um, you know, business as well as uh, health and wellness. And so that's kind of what started Micro Meetup. Because I was trying to essentially find a place for for my aromatherapy business to kind of grow. And uh, that took me down a totally different path. Oh, that's crazy. I would not have known. 
That is so cool. I remember when I connected with you, it was at Shannon's Ideas with Intention workshop, and you were talking about That's making right. like micro meetups like a thing. Yeah. And um, I just loved how we were all able to talk about like what our goals and passions were, and just like have this open conversation and just get feedback. And I just remember I was just like, this girl has some like fire in her. Like I don't know what it is, but that was sometime last year, and seeing the growth of what you've created since then has been like insane. I really like I had no idea that you started an aromatherapy business and that's like that's gonna that was like yeah. initially your goal. Isn't that kind of crazy that like we pivot into or growing into like what our we have like this initial vision and then you have these expectations but it completely changes as you go. And you being an entrepreneur and like you pursuing that, like how do you Something that you said earlier that struck me was that you like to do things differently. So what is it when you, like, when something like that happens, where, like, something changes in your path? Like, how do you tackle that, and how do you know which direction to go? Yeah, well, <coughs> my, like, my voice <laughs> cracking up. You're making me all teary-eyed. Oh, my god! All these compliments <laughs> being thrown at me. I love it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think seeing the need for something and like having that fire and that passion to actually pursue it. Um, but being open to kind of going with the flow to an mm-hmm. extent, you know, it's, and I'm speaking for myself. Like I had always had a somewhat of a plan, but, um, what makes like what I'm doing so great is the fact that I could kind of, um, mold it to what I was wanting or, or, you know, expanding upon a specific subject uh, or goal because I saw that people really responded to it. Yeah. So I think everything is trial and error and just seeing what mm-hmm. works and what doesn't and then kind of going from there and then making something even better um, and, and changing it up a little bit to, to see, uh, hey, maybe this will work a little bit better than that's just yeah being open to the possibilities and like really growing from it and and being well aware of what you're doing and how to how to keep pushing yourself and your business out of the um out of that that comfort zone yeah absolutely I love that I know that's kind of like how Coffee and Combo started a podcast too is because I was so comfortable just having conversations Mm -hmm. with people and just writing things down and like creating a blog post about it but so many people wanted to kind of like sit into these conversations and like hear directly from the other person. And I had no like, you know, like I wasn't aware. I knew that like podcasts exist. And it was just one of the things like I was so close minded to turning this into a podcast. But the second that I like changed my mindset and like I mean, came into my life and just made things so much easier, honestly. Like, <laughs> um, we've had so much great feedback. So it's been yeah. so much fun, and I totally understand that you have to be open to change and allowing your business to kind of go with the flow. So I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but with Micro Meetup, like, you do so many great events, including Motivation Mondays and Tea Talks. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So actually, um, I should probably update my website. Oh. <laughs> but uh, no, and, and this actually goes right back to what we were talking about, which is is great because I was noticing that um, the market was becoming a little bit oversaturated and people get bored. It's just, it's just the way it is. Right. And I got bored. You know, I became a little less passionate about what I was doing because I felt overwhelmed by everything else that was going on. So, and this was me pushing myself out of the comfort zone again. And I, I 
kind of got um, caught up in what other people were doing because I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I have to make it better. I have to, I have to change it up. I have to keep going because you just become stagnant, and I didn't want that to happen. So I took a break um, and got to really know myself and what I wanted and what I was looking for again um, after everything because here we are down the line and I'm a different person you know because of all the experiences that you've already had mm-hmm. um, so it, of course the events are gonna, aren't going to be the same so um, I'm doing the Motivation Monday for this event but this is the first one uh, in a couple months yeah. and, and making it a little bit different um, now yeah, adding a few different elements and um, different speakers and things like that, but just kind of honing in on what is what people are wanting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not doing tea talks so much anymore, but Motivation Monday is is a thing. That was really popular. So, like I said, just kind of making it fun and, and um, happening again. I love that. <laughs> I think. Especially because, like, Monday has such a stigma to it. It It's just like, ew, Mondays. I'm dreading Mondays. But (laughs) I remember when you started doing these events, I would always want to go. But at the time, I was not my own boss. So I would have my 9 to 5, and I would not be motivated to go. So I love that you do these. And what what can someone expect when they do go to Motivation Monday? (coughs) I'm so sorry. No, you're totally fine. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) No, um, that's the thing with me, I think, and just with micro meetups, is that you don't know what to expect. I love that. Um, And that's what I wanted to portray in the meetups. I don't want it to be like, oh, okay, I know that I'm coming here and this is what I'm going to get because everyone is so different. And then also the people that show up are so different. I'm all about energy. And Mm -hmm. this is a little weird, but when attendees um, purchase a ticket, I follow up like behind the scenes to see what they're about, who they are, what their Instagram looks like to make sure that it's that they're a good fit with that group. I think the energy between everyone is so important and it really does make or break an event. Mm-hmm. And um, with different people, there's different energies at the event. And I think that that's what makes the event so special and unexpected because the people are different. The event, the, the place is different. The mm-hmm. date is different. The topic is different. So, yeah, you, I can't really say what to expect, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> when is the next one? Uh, the next one is happening July 23rd. Oh, awesome. That's coming up. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. You would love it. It's at uh, the Communal Coffee. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> South yeah, Park. The one in South Park. Location. Oh, such a beautiful mm-hmm. space. I know. Oh and I'm Jen all about like, outside yeah. spaces. Like, that is like my number one must. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to do a mini meditation uh, based around the summer. So, it's going to be kind of about the solar plexus and personal power and like Ooh. kind of shining that light within yourself and then also just making sure you're you're stepping up and, and stepping outside of your comfort zone so yes. that's that's the theme and I'm really excited about it and oh my uh, gosh. yeah that sounds like so much fun I really love that you incorporate wellness and just like like you said energy how did you like has it always been a part of your lifestyle I know for me um kind of like diving into this space in the last year or so I've been introduced to like astrology and like all of these like like meditation and like telling myself affirmations in the morning because it's like all a mindset and it was just like I felt like my mindset has completely shifted the more that 
I am aware of myself and the more that I show up and like actually take care of myself through like meditation and I, I'm not I don't do yoga so sadly I can't like you know like it's really hard for me never say never uh, I know I really do want to go to one of your yoga after dark events yes. for sure <laughs> but has it always been something like instilled in you and like something that you practiced like a lot or has that just been um, something that you just kind of grew into um I think with anything, I was always very conscientious of what I was doing, mm-hmm. um, but I was never really thrown into the wellness world until I kind of uh, got to San Diego, you know? Okay. Yes, I was aware of it, and I was doing yoga in New York and um, Florida, but not consistently, um, and then yoga blew up, you know, and so did meditation, and now, like, all these things that were uh, around forever... Are we good? You just kept looking at me. Okay. We're good? Yeah. All these things that were around forever are becoming more mainstream and more accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do still think that there is uh, not a stigma, but there's still certain expectations when you hear the word yoga. And like you just said, it's kind of a a little intimidating. And I wanted to make it fun. And... I'm not gonna say boring, but a little less boring. Um, no, I just I am I like with anything, and you'll hear me talking about combining all the elements that I love. Mm-hmm. But with anything, I just thought the music was a little out of touch for for me personally. I wanted a, more of a fun flow, a little bit more of, of an upbeat thing, and like more consistent in terms of being active. So. Yeah, I, I, was, I wasn't really thrown into this world until I got to San Diego, but just kind of seeing it consistently. And I had always thought that mental health was so important, but never more so than when I became an entrepreneur. Yes, oh. absolutely. I love that. I love that you, you want to make yoga and like wellness very accessible because that's something for me, like I mentioned earlier, like yoga is so intimidating. Like I don't want to show up and like not know that like, or not, or look like I don't know what I'm doing, you know, because like that's, that's like one of the biggest things as to why I personally don't even like go to the gym or like I prefer running because I like, you know, I'm in control of my space and like I could run wherever I want or whatever. But I know that's something that I do need to invest in is like actually strength training and like doing these things. And it's just like, what's your piece of advice for someone like myself and I know there's tons of other people out there who need that motivation to just try these things yeah I again I think there are so many different forms of wellness now uh, you could find anything that, that maybe appeals to you. There's goat yoga, there's dog yoga, there's glow yoga. I mean, it's just about finding what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and meditation and yoga are, are things that you can do at home until you get to a certain point where you may feel more comfortable going into an actual place and doing it. Um, but that was kind of one of the reasons why I created Yoga After Dark. I wanted to combine those things that made it a little bit more fun uh, a little less intimidating and maybe combining other familiar elements to make uh, make the flow just just be something that you wouldn't care if you were in a totally if, if you were in the wrong position you yes. know you could just kind of dance it out and feel fine I love it so yeah I just I think that maybe just starting place you have to realize that these people that are in yoga classes even though they look like what they're what, like they know what they're doing 
they, I mean, they were as a starting point for sure. They did not, they weren't always there. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is great. I know I have to go to the next one for sure now. I'm like, okay, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do it. <laughs> but I remember when I first met you, there was a, there was a term. Sorry. It got like really loud. Really it got funny. loud. A few moments later. All right. So we are back. We just had to do a little switcheroo. Um, but back to what we were kind of talking about. Um, I remember when we first connected, you kind of coined this term. I don't know if it was like multi-passionate or like... It was, oh, slasher. Yes. Okay. Because it was like, honestly, Crystal is like a woman of many talents. She can tell you this right now, but like, yeah. It's doing too much, but no. I appreciate that compliment again. Um, yeah. I I mean, I went, th I went through a, a whole bunch of words and then settled on slasher just because people, it was the weirdest thing. Like, People were like, well, what do you do? You know, when you go to a networking event, well, what do you do? Or when you first meet someone, what do you do? And I'm like, I would laugh first. Because I honestly, in my head, I'm like, how do I answer this question? <laughs> but you know what? Um, the fact that I have options is an amazing fucking thing. Can I curse? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Girl, fucking do it. <laughs> it's, it's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it's an amazing thing. And... I thought about it and I'm like, how do I introduce myself? You know, because that's when I started narrowing it down and really honing in and being like, okay, well, what am I good at? You know, I'm doing all of these things, but how do they relate? And how can I make them like all incorporate each other? And so I was like, well, I'm a slasher. And they're like, well, you know, what does that mean? I'm like, well, I do X, Y, and Z. Instead of being like, oh, well, I do this and I do this and I have a business, but I also do this. It's like, you know, it kind of navigates the conversation into that. it, you know? Yeah. So. That, no, that's so smart. Because I remember when you first said that, I was like, what do you mean? You slash people's tires? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's definitely not the Catch case. Catch me on a bad day. <laughs> Oh my gosh, can you imagine? She's like walking around like, I'm, I'm a ready. slasher. <laughs> but no, like I, yeah, I think that's amazing, especially because as an entrepreneur, like we take on so many different hats and especially for you, like we were just talking briefly about how we, we need to delegate certain things, that we have a certain expertise and then and strengths and weaknesses. What do you think your strengths are? Um, I mean, I'm good at ideas. I'm good at coming up with a vision or having a vision and kind of making something happen. Uh, but I think my weaknesses are logistical on the back end. And I've learned that because I could literally take an idea and make it happen. But I think um, pushing it to a point where it needs to be, like where I can actually let go of the reins is what I'm bad at. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs are bad at that because we don't want to let go. Um, we want to hold on as tight as possible. And the point of building a business and a brand is to be able to sit back to, an, to a degree, get it, you know, build it to this point where you can let go a little bit and actually be happy or, or find something else too that you can maybe um, build upon and let someone else kind of take over. Um, but we kind of forget that and we're like, we want to have something. But I think the goal is to let go, to, you know. I love that. I feel like I forget that too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I just want to like have my hand in everything. When I don't even have to. Like one of my strengths, I think, is definitely having these conversations and just connecting with people and connecting people to other people. But one of my weaknesses happened to be event planning. And um, 
I learned that last year for our first big event, Unfiltered, and it was such a crazy, like, I had people who helped, mm -hmm. but also, like, at the end of the day, it all kind of fell on me, and that was the most, I think, stressful part, but you throw events, like, all the time, girl, so I don't know how you do that, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I love, I love coming up with the vision, you know, and like I said, it's easy for, for me because I, I know what I want um, and I know the elements and I think everything up until this point has kind of set me up for success, like all the connections that I've made, every person that I've met, um, all the skills that I've learned and acquired in my entire lifetime has literally led up to this point and it's, it, it makes me smile because but when I think back and I'm like, well, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Yeah. This is why. Now, like, you know, this point, this is why I was doing all of those things. So whether or not you're at your current nine to five and you're unhappy and you're maybe um, wanting to go to something else or, or pursue your passion, you have to remember that you are at that nine to five for a reason. So take advantage of it while you can. Um, learn skills maybe that you can't acquire on your own. And then you know cushion yourself you know because um, if I could change anything I think it would definitely be to to leave my nine-to-five gracefully instead of being like you know what I'm fucking done <laughs> I quit yeah. um, because I'm not a quitter <laughs> but uh, yeah I'm definitely so proud of myself for for doing everything that I've done and kind of like letting it um, get letting myself get to this point and just pursuing a passion and, and helping others kind of pursue theirs. That's the most rewarding thing as well. It's helping, you know, seeing these connections that come out of micro meetup and seeing the connections and the, the smiles that come out of yoga after dark and how everyone is dancing around to no music, but they can hear it on the, in the headphones. It's like the oddest thing, but oh, it, it's the so cool. most amazing experience ever. I love it. <laughs> so oh it's just... God. You know, it makes me smile. And even though it's super hard, um, the moments that literally I just can't stop like glowing inside and out is when after it's all said and done, I'm like looking out and you see it come to com like come to completion, mm -hmm. and you see how much um, potential something has, or someone for that matter. And it just makes you, it just keeps you going. I love so. that. Oh my gosh, girl, you're inspiring me. I'm like, oh, yes, I can do anything. Else. You can do this. You've got this. Oh, man. But um, we didn't get to talk much about Yoga After Dark yet. Let's talk about that and kind of like yeah. how you started this event and how big it's gotten. Yeah. So, um, you know, touching a little bit about what I was just saying and, and seeing all those skills that lead you to a certain point. It's funny because connecting the dots is the craziest thing. And I, I think back now, and I started that aromatherapy business, and even though I don't have it anymore um, <laughs> by choice, I uh, found Micro Meetup. And then from Micro Meetup, founded Yoga After Dark. So just kind of, like I said, connecting those dots and, and looking back. Yoga After Dark was literally born from the fact that I had done so many smaller events with, um, that were female-focused. And there was such like a pro-female movement. Um, you know, I'm a feminist. I am a female. I I like motivating others, but I felt I felt kind of bad um, for for some male friends. And uh, my my co-founder from the aromatherapy business at the time was a male, and 
I felt kind of bad because he didn't have the community that I had. And I felt like a, a small part of that was because of me. Um, and so I came up with the idea to do Yoga After Dark and I wanted it to be inclusive. I wanted it to be for everybody, whether or not you had done yoga, whether or not you um, were capable of, of doing any sort of fitness activity. Um, and I just wanted to, to combine you know, music and art and being active and wellness and, um, you know, inclusive of gender, sex. It didn't matter. I wanted to have this place and I saw it and there's something magical about like a nighttime sky and how it almost cloaks, cloaks things, you know, it kind of hides, hides a little, but it gives you, it gives you more of like a comfort zone, comfort level. And uh, the surround sound, sound off headphones that we use, it kind of gives you your own space. It puts you in your own bubble. And literally, you could be dancing and doing like a certain move, and you would, you would kind of lose track of who else is around you. And that, is, that was my goal, was to make it an experience for yourself to connect with yourself and then also with others. I love it. I'm like, when is, when is the next one? Um, the next one, and the last one of this season for San Diego is um, August 19th. Ooh. Yeah, we're already about halfway sold out too, which is incredible oh, that's so awesome. for San Diegans, you know. Oh man. The the late game is always fun. <laughs> I feel that girl. Yeah. Tardy to the party for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. And well, you kind of like hinted into it, but the last one here for San Diego, what's kind of like next for yoga after dark? Yeah, so my goal for Yoga After Dark 2 was to not make it a monthly thing. It was just too much um, for myself. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be like sort of this fun pop-up. And um, I also potentially wanted to take it to other cities. So I'm going to do that. Um, some opportunities presented itself. So I will be doing an OC pre-party in July, so this Sunday. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> July 15th, yeah. And uh, then we're doing, um, I am co-producing the Yoga Social, an entire day of yoga at the LA Fair, um, one of like the largest festivals, or not festivals, but fairs on the West Coast, and then ending with Yoga After Dark as the final class, and then this epic um, silent disco dance party. Uh, what? <laughs> it's going to be crazy, cool. but so amazing. Um, it's going to be a good time. Like literally your t- it, the ticket is $30 and this is like kind of to you and not yeah, necessarily yeah. to those that are listening, but <laughs> the tickets are $30 and it includes your fare ticket, uh-huh. um, as well as one of the classes that you pick and a return week weekday ticket. Um, and plus some like other perks and like swag. It's, it's so crazy. But, uh, and then ending with the Yoga After Dark Festival in Maui in December. So, (laughs) who's coming? That is so cool to take your idea and completely run with it and have other people recognize all your hard work and like this amazing event you put on for the community and bringing it to other places. Like, that to me is incredible. Girl, I'm like geeking out right now for you. Like, congratulations. You deserve everything that you've been working so hard towards. And seeing you grow into this space and just like, even though I haven't been there physically to support you, just know that like I'm rooting for you. And every single time I see like the pop ups for Yoga After Dark or my girl meetups, I'm like, damn, that girl's killing it. <laughs> like, you show up, you know, and you actually put in the work to do so. And 
I don't know how you do it all. How do you do this all, girl? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know what? I listen to myself. I listen to my body. I listen to my mind. Um, even I have the darkest, like darkest of dark moments. You know. Um, if you allow yourself to get there. And sometimes I'll feel myself start to slip down that slope of, of um, not depression. Depression isn't the right word because I feel like that there's, there's kind of no gray area with depression, sometimes people think. But just kind of knowing what you're capable of and, and when you need to take a break. Because we're all striving for something. We're all pushing ourselves to get to a certain place. And... We need to listen to, we, we just need to, we need to give ourselves a break and some time to, to cope and recoup. Absolutely. Like, so when I'm feeling a certain way or feel myself start to kind of doubt myself or get scared or wanting to uh, regress, I go, I, I give myself a detox. Like, I, I try to stay off social media because um, that is like a serious rabbit hole. And you start seeing all these happy moments from other people, and you're like, shit, like, I'm not doing the right thing. What am I doing? But you can't allow yourself to do that because you are on an, an entirely different path than someone else, even if they are doing something similar to what you're doing. There's so many opportunities. You know, them, their success is not limiting what, what you're doing or your opportunities that are coming your way. Um, so I think just knowing that the more energy and effort that you're putting into watching someone else do something, the less energy you're giving to yourself and seeing your own success grow. Damn. I felt <laughs> Mic like that, drop. I know. Honestly, I was like, I felt like that was just to me. I was like, oh, okay, girl, shit. I told you I was better now. I'm better. I'm back. I know. Crystal's back, girl. Like just ignore the whole half, first half. <laughs> this is me. No, that was beautiful. I feel Thank like... You. I found myself in one of those like really dark places just a few weeks yeah. ago and I felt like I was in this um, like endless loop like everything that I'm doing is pretty much just repeating itself I'm not like growing even though I know there are like moments that I'm like oh that's I did a great job but then like what's the next thing yeah. and I think you're right just like really just like staying in your own lane and just like actually focusing on what you can do to better yourself whether that's physically, mentally, spiritually, like, has been so beneficial. Like, I just, like, there's days where I'm just like, okay, like, I need to do all my work tasks, but after that, I just need to shut off everything <laughs> and just be peace with myself, be at peace with myself. Yeah. And, girl, like, I felt that. I felt what you just said. <laughs> Good. That's, I, I, and that was another reason why I started Micro Meetup, was to really... Um, help people pre prevent that burnout because I've been there and I did it alone. I, I made some horrible mistakes on my own. And, um, you know, now I, I like to, to not preach, but I, I like to just kind of motivate others and help them to maybe not make the same mistakes because um, we have the opportunity to connect and be like, hey, I've been there. I've done that. Maybe try this, or feel free to talk to me. Like I'm, I'm here for you. I got you. Like we were, we are in this together, essentially. Um, so yeah, I just, I take time for myself, uh, and I don't think it's selfish at all. Because how can I literally give to other people if there's not enough energy for myself? And I feel it when I go into these events. You know, like when you put so much energy into 
um, producing an event, I have to take a t- couple days afterwards. I go like radio silent. Like you won't see me. I'm I like stay in bed and watch scary movies or my thing. Like I don't know why, but yeah. it just makes <laughs> it makes no sense to me. And uh-huh. so therefore, I don't have to think. So I can watch a scary movie and be like, yeah that girl really just go into the room after she heard like a scratching noise like what the fuck is wrong with her (laughs) it just you know but like you have to give your your brain a break yeah you know and whether it's getting outside and going to the beach and listening to a podcast or watching a scary movie like I do um just do it and give yourself a break you don't have to work nine to whenever every single day 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year uh, yeah, do at least one thing a day that makes you happy because you don't know, you're never guaranteed tomorrow, you know? So, so you have, it's all about balance. So mm-hmm. maybe do one successful thing and one thing that makes you happy a day. And I think you're, you're good with that. I love that. I really love that. <laughs> I'm you. like, I'm taking notes right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jot it down, girl. Oh, yeah. Well, another thing I wanted to... I guess you kind of touched on it, but, like, what fuels you? Like, what is it about hosting these events and putting on these, obviously, events <laughs> and, like, just creating a platform for you to connect other people and, like, like, what... What is it that fuels you to continue to create all the um, things that you do? Well, honestly, what fuels me is, is this is going to sound kind of odd, but what fuels me is my future family. Like, and you know, yes, I just said we, we are not guaranteed tomorrow, but I want to have something that I can... Um, a, that my kids are going to like look at and be like, my mom did this or, you know, that they can actually kind of step into my own shoes one day, you know, and um, pursue their passions. I just want to be that role model. And there are, you know, yes, there have been so many failures like in my lifetime or along the way. But the fact that I'm that I keep pursuing uh, my passions are things that I want for my kids. So. I'm practicing what I preach in that sense. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's something I, like, kind of transitioning into this entrepreneur space, like, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize just, like, how, like, like you said, like, life is so uncertain, especially living life as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, I have no idea what the next few weeks look like for me, right? There's certain things that I know that I have to do, but, like, the day-to-day, it's not, like, going to a nine-to-five, checking in and checking out. It's it's so difficult, and I feel like I had that, like, realization recently where I was just, like, I have to think about my future. Like, what does my future look like five years from now, ten years from now? Do I imagine getting married, having kids, and, like, building a family foundation? Like, how can I get there? And I feel like having that instilled in the back of my mind just makes me work even harder. So I love that you said that because I feel like though we don't talk about it a lot, right? Because we're just so focused on now and like what's happening in the next few months and what we have planned that like at the end of the day, like it's you, it's what you want to build and like leave as a legacy, whether that's like for your family or like, you know, and I think that's so important. All about connection. Yeah. All about connection. Even though we don't realize it, I mean, love is literally like a central point of our 
of our being, you know, whether we choose to believe it or not, or even if we're single, married, whatever, you're doing it for, for you and for your, your family or future family, whatever. Um, you're doing it for those that love you and that you love. Um, whether that's the people that I'm doing the events for currently. So yes, I'm fueled by the entrepreneurs that are attending Micro Meetup. I am fueled by the attendees of Yoga After Dark. I'm fueled by you know my future family and for myself and, and being successful and, and defining my own definition of success. Um, there are a lot of elements to, to that. So I love it. Girl, you're just killing it. <laughs> you're slashing. <laughs> I'm crushing it, girl. <laughs> well, I do want to ask, like, since you do host multiple events, like, what has been your favorite event thus far that you just put on? That you put on? Oh, gosh. Um, see, and this is just me, but I honestly can't pick a favorite there are little things that I would pick out from every event um, because there were things at every event that I disliked or that I saw that needed to be improved upon so I cannot pick out like one event and say you know what this was it oh my god because at every event and this is a little bit of the OCD in me and the perfectionist but um I was like, I saw it. I saw something, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna change this next time and make this even better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I I would say that my favorite one um, was the very first Yoga After Dark. So. It was March, and it was a mock event. Like, oh, no I had no idea what to expect. Um, I, I really, I really had no like official following with Yoga After Dark and I didn't, like I had the vision, but I didn't know how it would play out. And we sold out for that venue at like 100 and, 107 or 110, something like That's that. amazing. Yeah. And, um, everything went wrong in terms of the weather. So it was an outside venue and it was raining. And yoga mats get slippery, man. Like, <laughs> so, you know, we were passing out towels and stuff, but just in that moment, knowing that I, you know, the thing that I couldn't control was actually the one thing that made the event memorable. Like, one of the things that made the event so memorable. People, like, just kind of realizing that just to let go and let it be and just be present was was what I was wanting. And so the fact that the rain literally was rhythmic to the yoga flow and like during meditation and like it almost like rained a little bit and then like, it was just amazing. So it was really cool. If I could now um, actually arrange the rain to like, you know, rain at the end in the beginning, that would be awesome. But uh, (laughs) I'm not that good. (laughs) So we'll see. Maybe that. future yoga after darks. That'd be kind of the fun. rain makeup. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, like when you go to Hawaii, <laughs> right? Because it does rain a lot. Oh, girl, that's what I said. I was like, can you imagine being on the cliffside in Maui Stop with the rain, it. like in the mist and like the music and like dancing over the lush gardens and I can't plantation. Imagine. I'm. I think so I need stoked. to go. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a ticket for you. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, that sounds magical. Like. 
I can't even right now. Um, and this is me coming from like I don't even do yoga or anything like that. But I want to go. Cool. I want to experience. You know this. what though? Funny enough, you're saying that I have two regulars now. They have gone to every yoga after dark, and I don't even know them. I don't know how they found out about yoga after dark. But they came up to me at the very first one. They didn't even bring a yoga mat, and they had never done yoga before. I gave them my, my own yoga mat. I brought extras. And they came up afterwards, and they were like, this was so awesome. Like, we're going to start, like, trying to do this regularly. And they have gone back wow. to the second one, and they've already bought tickets to the third. But they now they show up, and they, like, they're they're getting it like it's amazing so you don't but that proves my point you don't have to know what you're doing to learn something you know i love that just a learning curve (sighs) okay i'll go yeah the majority of our flow is dancing but no no i mean (laughs) not not all of it but we do have a dance session kind of thrown thrown into the works it's gonna be fun gosh it sounds amazing and i think it's so fun that you combine all the things that you love at the end of the day because you know that like and I love that you mentioned that it's all about energy because you setting that intention with like all the things that you love and combining it into one event and people see that and people like fuck with it because like you're pouring great energy Mm -hmm. into the event and I love that like I think that's amazing and so beautiful and it just goes to show that like the more intentional you are with your work like you'll get the right people to go or you'll get the right people that that should be supporting you because like you said these strangers that you don't even know showed up and are continuing to show up Mm -hmm. because you gave them that comfortable space and like inclusive space for them to do so yeah i think that's amazing people feel your passion they um definitely vibe with you when you're excited about something they want to know what why they want to know why and uh that's, that's exactly why, though, you know? I, I do it because I want to start spreading that wellness in, in a, like I said, a fun way. So, inclusive way. Yay. Oh, so good. We're getting so close to wrapping up. I just want to... I wrote down expectations versus reality because I feel like, for me, I have these huge expectations of, like, not even, like, the people that I have on the podcast, but just, like, oh, I'm going to throw this event, like, the event that's happening in August for my... for popping combos unfiltered right yeah my expectations are like here's coffee here's art and here's music bam you know but the reality because like you know planning that event it took maybe like three months last year and same same time frame for now but what were some things and challenges like with your expectations versus reality type of moments because I know that I'm not alone in this but I have like certain I mean it's not like expectations but you kind of have an idea of how things are going to run or look like and like what is your process when you do kind of go through those challenges yeah no that's a good question I (laughs) so this is all the back end you're getting all the nitty gritty right now but um (laughs) for example that first event that mock-up event no one knew that I had two vendors not show up (laughs) I was like really you're gonna tell me they one told me the night before and then one told me like 30 minutes before and I had already allocated a space for them so now I had to like kind of shift things I think this goes back to what I was saying and being like open-minded and knowing how to kind of just throw yourself in and, and accept a that you can't control everything you know and b having a 
like a plan B essentially like you know not always but kind of going with the flow and I had to make it work so um, I made it work and no one knew the difference but I did yeah. <laughs> um, and then for the most recent event you know my floor plan was pretty legit it was like all down and then I had certain vendors needing electricity that didn't say that they needed electricity and then having to rework things and um, the floor plan was just entirely different and no one was in the same exact space and just like I said going with the flow and making shit work work for you instead of against you you know so we're pretty much wrapping up right now but I want to ask um what is a piece of advice I mean it kind of goes with the theme of like everything you've been saying but what's a piece of advice for someone who is pursuing something or who wants to pursue something similar like to event planning and creating like awesome like community centered events I would say make sure, this is going to be really blunt, but make sure you have the shit to back it up. That is the biggest thing. If I had, if I did not have the support and the community that I had already surrounding me um, from knowing what was needed, you know, and what was missing in that market, then I would not have been able to get to this point. I think you have to have the, the skills to back it up. You have to have that community already kind of pre-built in. People think, okay, I'm going to start something and people will come. That is not reality. <laughs> That's expectation. Um, my biggest advice would be to continue to network, continue to go to events, continue to put yourself out there in your business, build that community and that following. So that way when you do have an event... Um, or have that vision for an event. You already know your your market and your demographic. You know exactly who you're trying to reach, and you already have people that want to go to it. Because word of mouth is is literally how um, like organic growth is is the best thing that can happen for your business. Because you can pay for marketing, yes, but the organic growth is like the initial um, forefront. So yeah, absolutely, I completely agree. Yeah, it's crazy how like quickly you can grow with just being real like you know and like that people like you said people could feel your passion Absolutely. so that's why like people show up and that's why all your events are sold out girl what's up like <laughs> that's crazy yeah like, but it's not crazy at the same time because you are allowing this like inclusive space and creating something magical out of it yeah it definitely wasn't a to z you know it would there were a lot of like I, I went through a lot of the letters first you know so you have to you have to kind of connect those dots. And that's why I say there's a starting point for everyone. Find what works for you mm-hmm. and, and let yourself navigate to that end point, you know? See the end goal, always to the end goal, but let yourself kind of get there in time. Because um, it's all, there, you have to build that foundation. Yes, so true. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, like all these gems, girl, I'm like, Did I give it all away? Did I give too much away? I don't know. No, I'm not, not very at good all. at this. I love that. I love that you're like being so honest and truthful with your story because that's that's what it's about at the end of the day. Like, yeah. I feel like people think like people think I'm perfect or like oh because I have this podcast I have all my shit together. I'm like no I don't. Like you know and people have this certain perception of us you know and oh, it's, yes and it's, if someone tells me I'm killing it I want to just like stop them in their tracks I'm like girlfriend stop <laughs> like what are you talking about because no one like I said 
this is your portfolio. Instagram is your portfolio. People are only seeing your happy moments. I didn't have makeup on all past all last week. I took a <laughs> detox. Like you did not see the back end of things. Okay, I only yeah. show you what I want to show you. Exactly. Um. So when someone tells me I'm killing it in my head, like I appreciate it, but but you, you have no idea, you know, what it took for that person to get to that point. You know, I appreciate the praise. Yeah. We appreciate the praise. Yeah. But maybe instead of saying killing it, being like, oh my goodness, what you're doing is amazing. I would love to know X, Y, Z. Instead of being like, girl, you're killing it. Yeah. Like, you're killing it. And, and then like, me thinking, uh, <laughs> if you only knew. Like, right? Oh my God. Yeah, you stop that stigma. Yes, absolutely. And that's what it is. It's a stigma. It really is. No one's perfect. And no one is truly 100% successful you know they may have a successful moment and maybe a a successful product or a successful business but all the back end and everything that took them to get to that point it's all the failures and and this is what I told you earlier it's failing up to get to that successful point because you're there's gonna be some major downfalls but Mm -hmm. it's pushing yourself past that to 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 make shit happen Absolutely. 100% agree. Bam. All right. So one last question before we wrap up. If you could have coffee or tea, because I know you're a tea drinker, (laughs) with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Team tea. Um, Who? Wow. That's a really... Dead or alive. Yeah. That's a really tough question. I would say this is weird, but Rachel Brethren. Who's that? The yoga girl. Oh, okay. She just seems oh, like yeah, the yeah. biggest ball of light. Honestly. Oh my God, she seems, she, she just seems like the most real and down to earth person. And I mean, obviously that that everyone else feels the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, She's someone that I would just literally go to tea with, and I think I would walk out being, like, beaming, you know? Oh, my gosh, I so, bet. She's, she just, like, yeah. radiates goodness. She really does, right? Like, and plus, she's in Aruba, so, I mean, that, yeah. that doesn't hurt. <laughs> but she has, like, her own little family now, and yeah. she's just oh, man. crushing it. Crushing it. Air quotes. She did air quotes because she's just like, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> but um, no one's perfect. Don't judge me. <laughs> But yeah, I, I would say I would say her. She's she's someone that I follow, and you know that yeah, literally she could say one or two words, and it, you would be it would be inspired. <laughs> I love it. She'd just say hi and be like, "Love you." <laughs> I I could totally see that. We're just gonna manifest this because I Absolutely. feel like you could totally make that happen. I'm going to Aruba. That's happening. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine yoga after dark in Aruba? I'm telling you, with her teaching, absolutely. <laughs> being manifested right now you guys are hearing it first yeah you are 2019 (laughs) 
love it. Oh my gosh, but thank you so much, Crystal, for joining me on this podcast and having coffee or tea conversations with me. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. I really had a blast. Thank you, me yeah. too. But let us, let, I guess, the listeners know kind of where to follow you and kind of see what you're up to. Um, well, since I'm a slasher, I have many Instagram profiles, but I would say the easiest one in my personal is Crystal Meets Callie uh, with a K, Crystal Meets Callie. And then that has a link to kind of all of my IGs and what I'm doing and, and what um, what's going on. So Yes. And don't forget to follow along on Micro Meetups, SD, right? Micro Meetup is... Just Micro Meetup? Yep. Okay. Micro Meetup and Yoga After Dark Event. Okay. Damn. You guys, like... You guys have to go to her events because you'll get to see just how radiating Crystal is. She has so much great energy. I'm telling you, I'm going to like walk away just feeling so fulfilled right now. But again, I'm blushing. <laughs> like, truly. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. But I'm so excited. So thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.